0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At gotodobs.com shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobs.com now.
1: What does Motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of Motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at Kizik.com slash socks.
0: Time for Wednesdays with Wano on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wano is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric diamond contractor. I'm Randy Kerker, and we go to the celebrity line now. It's Wednesday, and it's time for Wednesdays with Wayno. And Cardinal right-hander Adam Wainwright joins us here on 101 ESPN. Of course, Adam is the founder of Big League Impact, and they have some great events coming up, including Swinging for Impact on June 11th. Wayno, good morning. How are you doing today? Doing great, guys. How are you all doing? Everything's good. Okay, this is kind of a broad question, but I want to know how you have felt about the last... Five days, starting with Saturday with uh, the announcement that Wilson wasn't going to catch. So uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. How have you felt? Well, I,
1: I don't know how that part of it plays into how I felt, but uh, we can spin it that way, Randy. Um,
0: and, uh, it just in terms of because, Adam, this is not a clubhouse. This is not a franchise. It usually deals with controversy. And these have been five rather controversial days for your club. And you've been around for a long time. And that's why I couched it the way I did.
1: Okay. Um, well, the thing about controversy is um, sometimes it's sometimes it's warranted, and sometimes it's um, sort of warranted and then overplayed big time in the media. And you know, sitting around after having great conversations with Wilson and our clubhouse is feeling great. Won three games in a row. Sitting around listening to everyone on the press. Uh, you know, yesterday I was throwing my bullpen session and there's a TV in the, in the bullpen and we were listening to, like, Tony, Tony Kornheiser and that whole group talk about how, like, the Cardinals are ridiculous and, you know, we've blown everything out of proportion. And I'm like, wow, I, I guess it's just more evident than ever that a lot of times on the outside you don't know what's going on on the inside. And, and uh, I, think, I think Wilson's, you know, I think he was frustrated for sure. I think um, I think we've cleared all that up and I think we're in a really great spot as a team right now. Our team's feeling great. We're rolling a little bit. Um, we've got our first winning streak of the year, which has happened before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: and uh, no, I I think that, um, I think the, the report's coming out of there now. And um, in, 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 in fairness to the media, how would they know by not being in there, you know, but, uh, I, I think it's, you know, it, it was newsworthy, but, um, you know, newsworthy. Sometimes if, if you're bored, you'll create a giant story out of nothing, but that wasn't nothing. I mean, I, I understand that that was something. And, and, uh, but just know that things have, you know, really, 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 really worked themselves out. It's come a long way. And, and, uh, it's great to have Wilson around. We love having Wilson around. He's, he's fun. He's, he's exciting. He's got, I mean, you see how he's hitting the ball He hits the ball hard as, anyone I've ever seen. I think the last three days, the last two games, he's hit three balls over 110 miles an hour, so uh, very impressive.
0: Well, on that's what I was going to ask you about. You know, We, we saw the reports that you kind of had a meeting of the minds with Wilson Contreras, with some others. Why was it important for you guys to do that, and how proud were you of his response the next day with a big performance against his former club?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, no one wants to get told they're not playing their position anymore, right? That's a I and mean, who's going to treat, who's going to take that? Just, oh, yeah, no problem. That sounds great. You know, whatever. That's a, that is a big deal, man. And, and, uh, but that's the thing. We wanted him to know that, like, from our side, we haven't stopped believing him from player's side. But, but here, here's where I got to give credit where credit's due. Because our guy, Ollie,'s been taking a lot of heat for his players playing bad, you know, and that's a, th- that's the unfortunate thing about, um, professional baseball sometimes is that you know when the players play crappy a lot of times the the people whose heads roll are the are the coaches staff you know and that's not always fair and and sometimes like last year the Phillies got off to a horrible start like almost as bad as our start really 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 bad and then they got to the World Series, but midway through, their manager got fired for it. And sometimes that's a you know need a change, and sometimes it's not. And our our guys are work. Our coaching staff is working their tails off. And Ollie looked around the clubhouse and took a kind of a pulse of the clubhouse. And you know, after a big win, really for us, where we came back and scored a bunch of runs to win, you know, Wilson's just um, you know, I think all that pressure and that. That, that news, I think it just hit him really hard and, you know, listen to fans and it's his probably his agent and his family saying like, what the heck, you know, there's a lot of stuff piling in on him. And, and, you know, I think in those situations you can, you can start doubting yourself and you can start thinking that nobody loves you and nobody's got your back. And when you get to a new club, especially when you don't know everyone just yet, it's like as good as you're going to, uh, it was important for us to realize that, and uh, that that he was in that spot, and that's what Ollie did. You know that was that was Ollie's idea. Ollie said, "Hey, we got to pick our guy up. He, he's he's feeling down right now." And so I looked over and I saw him. You know, we were caught up in the wind. We were excited about the win. I looked over and I saw him. I said, "Man, you are exactly right." Let's just love all over this guy and and uh, pull him in the office. And there's a big couch in Ollie's office sat him down right between I said Jack I said Jack you sit there really you sit right here and we just surrounded him and I said man we don't want you to go anywhere we love you dude we are so glad you're our teammate we can't wait to play with you we can't wait to see you get unbelievable we can't wait to watch you catch big games for us and and be a force for us and and uh, that was a big moment man you know it was a big moment for him to look at our eyes and, and know that we're Tell the truth, that we believe what we were saying. And and then he – I think he really bought into what was going on at that point. You know, I think – I don't think he thought anyone had his back, to be honest. And then uh, it was good to just kind of reassure him that everyone did.
0: Adam, I think you hit the nail on the head talking about the players' performance and and it not being solely on the coaching staff. And so I want to gauge how, how frustrated has the pitching staff? I know you've only been back for about a week or so, but how frustrated has the pitching staff been? You know, with their performance not giving enough innings, the starting pitchers not getting enough innings, and really not doing you know I know the job that they are they would like to do in in winning games.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that whole stretch there, you know, we had a few outlier games. Monty was pitching great the whole time. You got to tip your hat to Monty. He was doing awesome. Uh, could have probably pitched deeper into a couple more games. And um, this last turn, you saw Steven Matt throw the ball really well. Uh, Miles has been pitching much better. So I think in that stretch where we were playing bad and finding ways to win, one of the big problems was we weren't getting enough, giving enough innings as starting pitchers. And that's just the truth of the matter. I mean, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't around, um, and uh, so I'm, I'm not taking all the blame off of me. I don't. That's not what I'm trying to say. But uh, I think when when I was around more often, things kind of normalized, and and we have those awesome conversations on the bench. You can be real reflective. of, all right, where do I need to get better? You know, and and when you're not there all the time, you can't look at guys in the eyes and say, "All right, hey, how'd you feel?" what did you do great? What do you need to improve on? And, and, and really have those conversations. And I love being there for that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not claiming that because I'm back, we're going to go off on a tear, but I'm not, not claiming it either. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> so Adam, I'm, we're on the phone, so I can't look you in the ice, but Saturday, how'd you feel? How, how, how did you feel about the way you threw? How'd you uh, feel about where you're headed? I'll
1: be honest. I felt really good. I felt really good. I've, I'm very I'm very prepared, uh, been very prepared for the last week or so to, to be able to start and, and and start at a high level. Um, the stuff, I think sometimes people play, put a little too much emphasis on results from rehab outings. I mean, look, we want to go down there and put up nothing but zeros and strike everybody out, but there's, there's objectives that you're trying to get through first and foremost. And my stuff, I really felt, came alive that last rehab start. Um, I knew I was going to be... I was going to have quality outing. I, I knew uh, my fastball command had been really good the last start. I knew that my body was starting to feel great, and and uh, on, I got to say bye to my sweetie. She came to see me in Chicago. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, nice. Aww.
1: yeah. That's how much I love y'all. I'm spending my last 15 minutes with my wife, <laughs> with y'all on the phone. So, um, um no, I, 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 honestly, I, I, I can't, and I. I think this is where you saw the frustration in me after the game. I really was – I couldn't believe that they scored those three runs in that one inning. That that really bothered me. I think going into that inning, I had 53 pitches through four innings. Um, And then, you know, it's not an excuse, right? I can't stand doing that. But very easily in that fifth inning, first guy gets a base hit. I made a bad pitch, middle of the play, he gets a base hit. The second guy – I really, I, you know, listen, I threw a curveball almost right in the middle of the plate that was called a ball. I couldn't believe it. It's, you know, and we've had a strike him out, throw him out situation where he, you know, you go back after the game, you go, was he out? And it was, I know it was kind of close. And Chad, our video guy's like, dude, he was out by six clicks. Like six, he was out, dude. Like, but it was one of those, there wasn't a, a pure angle. And so what I'm trying to say is there could have been easily two outs, nobody on. But then the the fashion that they scored their runs, right, the first run scored on a bloop to left that just kind of found a hole. The second run scored on a pop-up to short right where our right fielder and our second baseman collided. And that was just kind of more of the same than what had been going on. And I was so determined to end what had been going on that when they scored those three runs and tied the game back up, I couldn't believe it, man. I thought, no, it ends today with me. I'm gonna take it a start that crap that's been going on the whole last month. It <laughs> ends today, and I was cruising. You know, I was really cruising. I had 53 pitches through four. I was manning the ball really well, and then when they put that three spot up, I was so surprised, and I was, and I was just. Those were three runs that I just thought, in 100% of my mind, should not have scored. You know, and and then we lose that game, and I'm just, I'm, I'm. Devastated because, in my mind, that streak was—it was ending. You know, and I was going to be the stopper, and I've always loved doing that. And so, uh, after the game, I—you know—you're getting those questions. I'm just like that frustration just boils up so much, and you're going, "Oh my gosh, how did they win that game?" You know, it's just devastating. You pour so much into it, into every start, and so every start is. You know, I spent hours and hours preparing for each start, and I had worked my way back and hadn't been there for a month, and our team's losing, and I was putting a lot of pressure on my shoulders to go out there and deliver, and, and we just didn't score. But I felt great. Long, 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 long answer to the question. I felt really good. I feel very confident going forward. I can't wait to get back out and pitch again.
0: Okay, two more quick things, and then uh, we, we tell Jenny we apologize. How meaningful is it for you to pitch in Fenway? You've pitched there in the World Series, but never in the regular season.
1: Yeah, I've pitched there a few times in the regular season. I pitched there last year. Um, Oh,
0: that's right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah,
1: I pitched there. I think I've had two other starts in the regular season there. But to your point, I've not won a game there. And so I'm due, man. Let's go and win a game in Boston. Let's win that first game of the series and start a new streak where we win every first game of every series. That would be fun. (laughs) Um, but I, I like pitching there. I, I, uh, the I like pitching in those legendary parks where the history is there. What a cool trip where you go to Fenway and Wrigley, man. That's uh, what a kid's that's a kid's dream, and and I'm just a big kid living
0: my dream up. That's awesome. And then uh, we we know that Swing for Impact is sold out. But another great event coming up. Well, you guys are in London. We're going to have a watch party here in St. Louis at Patios on, on Saturday, June
1: 24th. Yeah, we are the 24th. We're going to. A lot of people are gonna to get together and have a watch party there and and uh, a, a celebration really of our all win campaign if we can get together and and if we can win some games um our players a lot of our players have 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 uh, sorry excuse me a lot of our players have um have pledged money for each win, um, and each win that we give, fans have the ability to join in on our programs too. Me and Goldie and Tommy and Nolan and a few other guys have, have all all win, all win campaigns going. Where every time we win, it'll go to the money that we pledge will go to the foundation of our choice, and uh, fans can join in on that. But patios the 24th games prizes uh there'll be a lot more details coming out soon about that watch party but we'd love to have a whole bunch of people get together and watch that game and cheer us on
0: from afar what's it called again when you win three in a row that's called a wedding streak. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have it. Uh, glad to have you with us, Adam. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Uh, have fun in Boston. Tell Jenny we said hi and we appreciate her uh, sharing allowing you to do this, sharing you with us. and uh, we'll see you when you guys get home. All right, sounds good guys. Thank you. Take care. That's uh, Adam Wainwright, Wednesdays with Waino here on 101 ESPN. And you can check out the great events that they have coming up, including their London Watch Party at bigleagueimpact.org.